BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Let's vibe for a second. I love Kodak so much. Let's vibe for a second. Young nigga, I got old cash, spazzing on the ass. I got product on my whole ass. Got my Shout out to everybody that's tuned in right now. Everybody that's in the car, you driving, you tuned into the Gemini Scorpio podcast. You rock with us, we rock with you. Come on, let's go. Yes, sir, Ski. Yo, we got a lot of people in the, in the building today. We got a live audience. We got some fun. We have a live audience. Don't make this interesting. What the hell did I answer you? Project baby, y'all was skipping in the hallway. I was skipping school. All my P's and Q's on them chairs. I'm sipping on yak, I'm sipping on wine. And concrete, bet you niggas won't come across the street. Pardon me, I don't talk to you. So don't you talk to me. I ain't dissing on nobody. Be I'm vibing on the beat. Honestly, I'm just trying to be. I just gotta let this play out. Trying to get over on anything they telling lies to me. I spent five on my pink and ring. She love my diamond ring. Ain't no way I'm married to the guy. She sell her vows to me. I ain't getting on my knees, babe. You got diamond Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. You buy- <laughs> oh, Woo! wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Jim and I school be on podcast episode 86, right? That's where we at? 86? 86. What they say? Cheers, gang, cheers. You ain't got shit I need. You want me to take my time with you? Maybe I'm not your speed. We got air rules in here? Oh, wow. Maybe I'm just too G for you. Maybe I'm just too street, bitch. I can eat rolling peas. Yeah. Everybody notice me. Yeah. We gon' vibe. We gon' vibe. They tried to give me eight. Got on my knee like Jesus, please. I believe in him. Let's get it started, man. Let's get it started. I gotta let this ride. I gotta let this ride. I gotta let this ride. I do. Hey, baby, bad for me. Yeah. I need you drastically, bitch. I need you drastically. Yeah. I'm a 
Maybe don't sit no checkup. Yeah, yeah. Maybe don't sit no checkup. Yeah, yeah. Maybe don't sit no checkup. Yeah, 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 maybe don't sit no checkup. Hey, I remember I went to the Future concert and Kodak uh, performed, and I was texting Jay. I said, Jay, I just fanned out. Kodak mm. was on stage. I fanned out. Mm-hmm. Love Kodak. Yo, listen. If you just tuned into this is the Gemini Scorpio podcast episode uh, 86. 86. If you are watching this on YouTube, sorry, you too late. You gotta got yo. You gotta go. Get the audio experience. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you get your uh, your podcast. Check us out, man. Make sure you give us a five-star review. You know, uh, also like and subscribe and um, turn your notification on on YouTube. We appreciate you. But let's get this show started. Gemini Scorpio Podcast, episode 86. 86. The gang is here. The gang is here. Uh, we got audience members in the building. Uh, let's run through it. We got Alexander DeBlanc is here. Yes, sir. Dylan is here. Kyvin is here. Er- Irwin? Irvin. Irvin. Irvin is here. Irvin's here. Bay Hill. She Sade. Sade, Mr. J Hill. Gemini Scorpio Podcast. Um, yo, so I feel like last week we had a a pretty serious conversation. Yeah. I still we still gonna keep it on par. But the thing for this one, right? We always defer to Alex. Matter of fact, we ain't gonna go there yet. Hold up. How was y'all week, man? What's going on? How 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 was your week, Dylan? What was what was going on? Talk to me. You know, not in the mic. No, no, no. He don't get no mic time yet. <laughs> I Dylan. was like, yeah. <laughs> he got away. What happened? This is my moment. Kyron, what's, what's up, man? How was it? Was good? Irvin, your week was good. Alex, good. Very good week. Anything bro. new, babe? Just consistency. We just here. Would you say the people be there? They be like, man, you know, just uh, I'm just here, just trying to do my part, play my part, <laughs> do my do my thing, play my part. Yeah, man. Play my uh, role. We here. Oh man, isn't? How you feeling? How you feeling? Not so good. good Question. How How do you feel? Because you you always asking us a question, but we never see. This the thing about us as men, bro. We not. How do you feel, bro? Right. Fix your face. I feel good. That's good. good. It's like no, no. (laughs) Um, no, I think. I feel good about finding a new space. I think uh, a couple episodes ago we talked about how, um, you know, the way out, the way to contentment is like through other goals. Mm-hmm. So because I'm in that space, I feel good that I don't have to worry about other things. Well, mm-hmm. I'm not worrying about other things, right? Very nice. Because I'm worrying about the goals that we set, mm-hmm. right? So um, you hitting the goals? Facts. Oh, uh, dang, Kyron, come on, man, we gotta turn the air off. Yeah, my bangs is blowing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I ain't. We probably we, we might can um take that out. You know, Kyron. Kyron is a guy on the boards, and he does the art. Wait, wait, nah, 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 nah. I'm putting him out there. <laughs> so yeah. Kyron is on the boards. He's supposed to. Oh, by now he's doing the audio right now. But originally he started doing the boards. We were supposed to do the audio, and he 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 lost his way, guys. I'm screaming. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna call him out. I'm going to call him out. Kyron, not you lost your way. <laughs> yeah. <He> got... <laughs> nah, man. So, um, but yeah, I think um, just, I'm really vibing with the team. Like, I think in person, like two, two, two and a half men strong. I say two and a half because 
like you know, I, we still rock with a seven. Seven is like my. He's like not on my team, but like he's like my mm-hmm. guy. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. seven is like the utility Sebi. man. Like cheat him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like cheat him. So it's like oh, seven pull up. I miss cheat him. <laughs> <laughs> man, cheat him. I love you, brother. Like seven is like whenever I that need him. That was a great. Yeah, yeah. fact. So mm-hmm. I feel good to be honest. That's so good. I'm so happy you feel good. Yeah, I wanted to do. How do you feel far as Gemini Scorpio podcast? How do you feel like? I love how we came back Mm. because the structure and shout out to you Mm. for giving it a new vision Mm -hmm. of just how we're going to run it, how we're going to do things, how intentional we're going to be. And um, I think we're doing that. Like, you know what I mean? Like we can't, we, we ate what eight episodes in now Mm. since we came back. That's Mm -hmm. a lot. Like, I don't think people understand. Like, I didn't even understand when I first got started. Went two years strong, and I still was still trying to understand the dynamic. What's going on? I'm just trying to unfold the shirt. Oh, my shirt was folded. I was like, what's going on? So, but even to come back, do eight episodes consistently, and, you know, gathering the team, Alex being here, it's a lot of little detail that goes into this to make it what it is mm. and I'm just appreciative I'm very grateful and I can't wait to continue to go you know I like it's 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 crazy to think that we went two years strong that that long every single week that way so I'm ready to do it again it's it's, it's crazy to know that we did that because I'm like yo we really did that so now I'm looking I'm like wow two years seems like a long time from today but it goes by so fast when you're having fun and it goes mm. by so fast when you're being intentional so I'm and, and in a fun way not is fast. what I mean like in a good way go fast not like uh going past us but you pick up a lot a lot along that journey so I'm excited I'm excited it's crazy because I'm excited <clears throat> I'm excited too in that way because like you know we were talking about how in the interview series on the J Hill podcast, we got like one fifty something, right? Yeah. And I'm excited to hit a hundred. Yeah, that's like I'm, so awesome. I'm actually like looking forward Milestones to hitting Milestones are a great way to scale your progress. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so I'm, I'm excited. To uh, continue Alex, to see how, like, I know we. How do you feel about the Blanc? Just man, the, I mean, it's it's just a the beauty is in a journey, not the destination. Mm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That is a this is a true testament to that to see. Where we started, like, again, they don't know. Like, you see the broadcast, you see the production and everything. I remember the f- second episode. Mm-hmm. I remember being behind the camera Man. and then, like, to how it has evolved. So, right, it's just it's just beautiful to see the growth yeah. every week. And shout out to Alex for being here because we've had a lot of players. And... <laughs> I'm sorry. I try to hold it. But guess what? At least it's not on your shirt. Mm-hmm. At least it's not on your shirt. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. Put it back. Boom. Boom. See that? Wow. She's ducking that shot. See, yes. Like the that shot. was actually very funny. Okay. But long story short, shout out to Alex because I always like when I think about Alex, I'm just like, yo, Alex really has been here from the beginning. And we've had a lot of people on our team. And just to still sit here with Alex, still going strong, I, I think it's just a special thing. And, like, shout-out to all everybody that we work with because we worked with a lot of people. But Alex is just really special to the show. Like, you know, so we are just 
super pressed. You're in the A. Appreciate and you. And you, you, you where you belong. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is your ministry. <laughs> per no, the J. Don't get J started. Yeah, no, yeah. Facts. Per no, J. Yo, matter of fact, Dylan, can you give me some soap and water, please? Because they might charge me for this. I don't know. I'm but, um, screaming. We got to get this out. I but, know. Um, I know. Nah, nah, facts. I think... Um, if you get a little, like, like if it has, like, dish soap or something, like, out there. Yeah. Please. Thank, Thank you, you so brother. much. Want to swap it? Uh, uh maybe. I guess. I mean, yeah. appreciate you, bro. Shout out to my bro. Irvin. Yeah. Coming in. And it just... came in. Came in on his big one. Period. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. So, um. Looks way better. Do you see the stain, Kyra? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't put, put your little Does it look yeah. crazy? Yes. <laughs> well, put your hand. There you go. Oh, actually, yeah. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, fuck it. Thank you, thank you, brother. <laughs> All right. Um. So yeah. Uh. I, like like we were saying, it, it's it's definitely the, to to be back together, right? But um, I'll be lying to say if I didn't like, I foresee. Like, I saw these conversations when we first started. We was trying to have them, but we wasn't equipped yet. And, like, to your point, mm. Alex, uh, we had to go through what we went through. Mm. I guess I just wasn't ready for that, which I'm never, I, I'm never like, ready for the journey. It's like, I want it now. Right. But I've, I've been seeing this. Yeah. If that makes sense. You, you manifested it because, I mean, you've, you spoke about it. And we like we just weren't there yet. And that's okay because, you know, we needed the tools we need. But you spoke about, like, the intention of it being how it is now. Mm-hmm. It, it's just that we were still trying to, well, one, we had to go through a lot of process to become that vulnerable, become, mm-hmm. you know, that transparent. And even just like, I like even watching myself from the beginning, like I have so much growth in how I even podcast from then to now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Also, I'm also a different woman than I was then to now. So, you know, the ability to be able to just speak on our journey in a certain way, which can make people be more relatable to it because it's slower you know what I mean? But slower in a good way where people can process what's happening. You know, the jokes and stuff is always fun and the play play is always fun. But hitting it home and get and getting and relating to people is more fulfilling. Facts. So um just speaking on being intentional, I wanted to usually be I'll throw it to you, Alex, like what we're talking about, but this one I ain't I ain't even say nothing. I wanted to talk about conflict resolution. Mm-hmm. And in the talking about conflict resolution. We gotta talk about some conflict. Mm-hmm. Like, let's have some fun. I mean, you know what I'm saying we've been being serious the last couple weeks. We still can be serious, but let's have some fun with it. And I just wanted to uh, start off by asking: uh, We got Irvin in the building, Dylan in the building, even Kyron. Uh, just what are some things? Like, I guess the last problem that you had in your relationship, Dylan? You hear me? The last problem <laughs> that you had in your relationship. You gonna give me that anyway? So just yeah, the last problem that y'all had in y'all relationship, right? And I wanted us, me, you, and Alex to kind of talk through those things and okay. how do we resolve these conflicts in our situations right. and other situations as well. So um, I'm going to let, dun, 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 I guess Dylan can go. You can just pass me that. Experienced in my relationship. What was the yeah? What was the the hardest? I guess the most difficult. why why why? It mm-hmm. yeah, what made you okay? Well, basically, we we ended it because it was like two things. So 
I would say the main thing was like a lack of patience for real. Mm-hmm. Because it's like um, me still growing as a man, mm-hmm. right? Like I personally will say I was never really taught how to court properly or date properly. Mm-hmm. So it's certain things that she felt like she was like probably too much for her to teach me for real. Not that uh, she was teaching me, but I'm like learning right, as I'm going. Right, so right. it's like I feel like one of her main things was like I don't want to be uh, teaching, teaching somebody how to be a man. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So I think that was one thing was like that patience. And another thing was just like the lack of faith. I think I think it was a lack of faith. Basically, like I'm believing in something that she can't necessarily see because of her past. Was there an age gap? Nah, no, not really. Like she like two years, three years younger. Two, two, two three years, years younger. Than me, but, okay. I mean, How did you receive that? information like when like I'm just trying to figure out like how I would have like received like somebody telling me like you know well they didn't tell me straightforward okay it was so a whole it wasn't lot a straightforward conversation of, it was a whole lot of mixed messaging uh, it was okay. a whole lot of that so it's like I had to kind of figure it out and through the conversations I kind mm-hmm. of figured it out it was like okay she don't necessarily want to be with somebody right now who is not all the way where she, she thinks they should be at, you know what I'm saying? Think so, she they should be at. So it's right, like is the correct potential, thing. You know but what, what was saying? the what was the conflict though? I feel, that sounds like how you explained it. That sounds like a something that we can uh, we could come to terms about. What was the what, how, well f- from what you said? What was the conflict that came that presented itself in a relationship on a day-to-day basis because of that issue? I think okay, that's the core okay, issue. Okay, yeah, that's good. So it wasn't it wasn't necessarily a day-to-day thing, but it was like two instances. It was maybe like one or two instances that happened, right? So I remember it was like, a, it, it was something slight that really broke it. It was like, I said one time, I'm going to get you some flowers mm-hmm. for Mother's Day because she was a mom, right? But then she was like, I don't need nothing. You know what I'm saying? Me, as a man, I should have known like I should get her something anyway. But I took it literally like, she don't need nothing. Cool, let's talk about that. Mm. When we... Um, mm. So we we and and, and I'm a, I'm gonna break this down even further, right? To make it more funny. When women say, "I'm not hungry," but you really are, right? But even back to the point, like I feel like women are misleading. Some can be misleading. Like you, I'm like, "Hey, babe, you want anything?" Nah, but I come home, you want some mom. Babe, you just said you ain't want nothing. Are we to? Because I are we? What are we to do in those situations when we ask you when you say? I'm okay. So you know what I think it is? All right. So first of all, I noted that she's a mom. Mm -hmm. So I'm a mom, so I can attest to certain feelings. I think that women don't want men to ask. We want you to just do. Mm. Um, I think I spoke to you about this before, like about reading the room. Like, you know, for example, if you, like, all right, so... As a mom, we our hands are usually tied majority of the day, if not all day, right? And if you like, you want me to get you just something to eat, and I'm in the middle, like I'm good because I'm not even thinking about that right now. But I probably should eat because I probably haven't ate all day. I'm running around behind these kids, but I'm just so busy. I'm probably not gonna stop and eat this second. But realistically, I should eat. And excuse me, but there's nobody really nurturing me to make like sit down, make sure you eat something. Like, nah, you need to eat something. Instead of, like, asking me, just bring it in. So it's like, you know what? Like, sit down. Come on, let's eat something. You get what I'm trying to say? So I think for women, it's not that we are sending mixed messages. I think we definitely could do a better job at just managing 
how we feel so that way we can give a clear message. But I think in essential, we just want somebody to nurture us. So instead of asking us, we want you to just do. Like, so if you honestly... Not like not to put you out there like that, but like if you ask me if I want flowers, it's like why are you ask me? Like get them. So do you think you know what I'm saying? Like you know what I'm trying to say like why are you like that's like like especially because like you know, and I don't know her, but sometimes women don't want to like seem like they need anything either. Like you know what I'm saying? Like no, I'm good. Like I'm good. Like because it's, I don't know why. Now this I will say like I don't know why women tend to play coy. Like we don't need anything or we don't want anything. But I do feel like it does come from a history of made to be feel bad if we did ask for something somewhere down the line. It don't even have to be from men. Maybe it's from your parents or somebody. So now we just like you know a lot of women like I'm just not gonna ask. I'm just not gonna ask or people. So we always want to act like we don't need nothing or we need so little. You know what I'm saying? Which is a habit. I've gratefully try to get out of because I do need things. You know what I mean? I do want things and I want nice things that I want to be treated well. And I want, I do. So I, you know, that, that whole feel of like, nah, I'm good. I don't need too much. I don't need too much. I don't need to ask for too much. You should be asking or mm. you should be needing or somebody should be giving you something, you know? So, and just for the flower's sake, I don't really think it's ever wise for guys to ask for, to buy any woman flowers. You know just, what it was though? I, I, I didn't ask. I said I was going to get them, get them and I never did. Yeah, no, that's and a big, that, that, women right hate there, that. But it, it, it became a bigger problem. Mm -hmm. like, it became like, oh, like, she basically used that to be like, you this don't do what, what you gonna say you gonna do. Like, yeah, you don't. You it, it was it was generalized. Like yeah. as you don't do what you say you're gonna do. Mm -hmm. So how do we? Let's have that conversation. How do we resolve those conflicts? Because I'm a, I would assume that comes from a deeper. That's that's deeper than just saying I'm gonna get flowers and I get flowers. Now, now for this per se conversation, I I definitely think. Context matters, you know what I'm saying? So not to put Dylan on the spot at all, but, like, I will say, like, women, women, I can speak for a lot of women when I will say, if you are a man that says you're going to do something and do not do it and do that multiple times, women lose trust in you instantly. Because the one thing as a man, keep your word. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, and, or just even as a person, I think, I don't even want to just put it on just men to have to keep that. I think, if you say you want to do something, then do it. You know what I'm trying to say? So I don't know if that was like something that happened maybe once or time. The girls can be dramatic, though. If it happens twice, you don't never do what you say you're going to do. Now I'm holding it over your head. And that's not right either. However, like... But right there, how yeah. do we deal with that frustration or that conflict that comes from Who that? deal with it? Like, you as a man or we as a woman? Like, both like, of what us, you mean? It's, a really, it's, it's, it's on both of us, right? Well, no, I, right, right. No, so, I think communication, of course. But let's say, of course, communication, right? But let's... Let's dive deeper into the conversation far as if I'm someone who doesn't keep my word, I would assume that that comes from something in my past or uh, <clears throat> I don't know the exact word I'm trying looking for, but it's some sort of some form of trauma in a sense. Exactly. Right. So I'm not just not keeping my word in intentionally or on purpose. But in return, because I'm not keeping my word, yeah. you're frustrated. Yeah. And I'm trying to see how do we deal with that conflict in itself. I Honestly, I think it could be a, a, a conversation, to be honest. Like, But I also feel like it has to be some type of like, 
who are you uh, like is there accountability being taken for not keeping word even if it's consciously or unconsciously or an accident whatever and the reason why i said that because it's like it's one thing to just not keep your word and just to all right i ain't do it like it ain't that big a deal but it's another thing of like you know what that's on me. Like, I told you I was going to do something, and I ain't do it. And you, and you can hold me to that because, it, you know, that I, that was my mess up. And I, I, I genuinely apologize for that. And, like, I, one thing I just told my friend, like, account, accountability is not just saying I'm sorry. Accountability is changed behavior. We talk about the difference between accountability and responsibility. Yes. Like, you cannot take accountability without taking responsibility. You have to do both. You know mm. what I'm saying? So if you're going to say I'm sorry, then if you're following up with changed behavior— the truth was like trust com- comes with a pattern of consistent truths. Mm. You know what I mean? So if you tell me you're sorry, you didn't keep your word on something. This is not just you, Dylan. This is just in general. But and all of a sudden you tell me you're sorry. You like and you start to show me like I am a man of my word or I do do this. Then I'm going to trust you to be that. I'm going to trust you to be that. Mm. So I, I think it's just it's a consistency of. Of a pattern. And if you show me you some whatever you show me you are, I'm gonna believe you are. Now, like I said though, I do know girls to be dramatic. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you don't do something two times or one times in like rah rah rah, more than likely, I'm gonna say that's who you are until you show me different. So I guess I, from I ask that because I guess like it's ways to work through certain things. Right. Though, right? So like, like even if that was me at one point, I can mm-hmm. grow from that. Of do course. I ever, do of I ever course. even get the grace to grow from that in the relationship? Is that is that is that a non-negotiable? It depends on who it is. Mm. And I'm you asking you. No, but for me, like I, I can't say that's non-negotiable because, like, I'm like I feel like people don't look at just one thing as a non-negotiable. It's like I'm gonna look at the whole scape, right? Mm. All right, does this outweigh this? You know what I'm saying? You got this good quality, this good quality, this good quality. Is this big enough to outweigh these good qualities? Because if it's something that is, then yeah, it's a non-negotiable. That's why I said it's really on who you're talking to. Because like, you know, or it could be the last straw that broke the camel's back. Like it could be either something, you're already doing this, this, that, and the third, and you also doing this, I'm done. Like, you know what I mean? It depends on who you're talking about and their tolerance level for you and, and what you're showing them. I think... Keeping your word is definitely one of my non-negotiables. Because I feel like if you don't... What's the opposite of not keeping your word? Being a liar. Right? So it's like, I don't want no liar. So I would think... But in order... Not not the opposite. It's like a synonym like, yeah. of it. Like So in order... I think in order to avoid those conflicts, communication is one, right? Mm-hmm. But even communicating that this is not okay. Right. And if this right, is going to be course. a pattern, then yes. I have to step away. But yes. even to yes. the men out there, right? Who Because I, I can't really... Relate to this because I don't. This is one of the things that I really, really, really strive hard on is keeping my word. Right. Can I can I touch it right there? Because like honestly, and I, and I and I want to speak to that because what I will say about women, and I've been guilty of this plenty of times too. So I'm not talking to women. I'm talking at us because I've been guilty of this as well. Um, when you're dating or um, you know getting to know somebody, or it's the beginning stages of some of relationship of some sort. Women are really quick to feel something, not say it, complain about it to their friends. I'm like, bro, I'm just not dealing with it. I'm like, nah, like, I, like, I'm not even gonna tell him because he should know. Like, I'm like, why well, I gotta tell you this? He should know. 
So I'm not even going to say nothing. I'm about to cut this nigga off. Like, I'm not going to be going back and forth teaching no nigga, like, rah, 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 about whatever it is. And they they do slow, they do slow, silent cutoffs. Like, you know what I mean? Like, or silent, like, or they may just be kind of still trickling, messing with you, but like, I don't fuck with you like that because I feel some type of way about this, but don't know how to say it or just won't say it. Like, mm-hmm. but I do think, that there would be more successful relationships if women did just say, hey, here's some grace. Look, this bothers me. I don't like this. You know what I mean? This is just something I genuinely don't like. It, And, you know, it it makes me feel X, Y, Z, rah, rah, rah. And give a man an opportunity to see if he wants to fix it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because maybe he does. Maybe he likes you enough he does. And maybe he genuinely just doesn't know any better. You know what I'm saying? Like, even like what Dylan said, like he genuinely just wasn't taught out of court. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't make him a bad guy if you just wasn't taught something. Like imagine just not genuinely not knowing something and somebody punishing you for it. Mm. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, dang, like you punished me for something that I never was taught. I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, and it's, not, it's, it's almost not fair. You know, and then women run around just like, I can't find a nigga. I can't find a nigga. Like, these niggas ain't shit. These niggas ain't shit. Like, but, like, whole time, like, you really, you're not really trying either. Like, you know what I mean? You're not really meeting it halfway with <clears throat> something either. No, I definitely understand and I agree because I feel like at just, like, at nature or um, at the core, women are emotional. Women are nurturers. Women are lovers, right? I feel like one of the things of men at the core of us is problem solvers, right? So if you present me a problem, this might not be all men, but I, mm-hmm. I'm i pretty certain that most men will try to fix that problem, mm-hmm. right? But to go back to just keeping your word, I think that's probably one of, if not the most important to do, one of the most important things to do as a man, mm-hmm. right? I think, and it's not coming at, uh, the person that presented this question, but I mean, this problem, but I think we have to be, we talked about um, being intentional, right? And we always uh, bank on things not being in our attention, but that's because we wasn't intentional, right? That's the whole point of being mm-hmm. intentional. So <clears throat> if you're yeah, not- I, That's like a pet peeve of mine. I had like, that was, like, that was I didn't my intention. Yeah, that I didn't was my intention. intention. Well, and what I used to say- well, match your actions with your intentions. Yeah, like if that's like, but that's what it is when it's when you yeah. when you're intentional, you max you match your, your words, actions your actions your, with your words. Yeah, right. Yeah. Same with um, keeping your word. Mm-hmm. Right. So if I tell you something, I'ma do all make it all in my power to do exactly what I right. said. And if I can't, I'ma express extreme remorse or right. just. Uh, just be super po- apologetic because right. I can't do that, right? right? So I think that's a way that if you're struggling with that, yeah. right? If you're struggling with keeping your word, you gotta be real with yourself. We talked about this earlier about like just being accountability and being real with yourself. And the, if you can be real, yeah, if you're mm-hmm. self-aware, then you can at least, at bare minimum, apologize for it and move better. And honestly, <clears throat> if you're struggling with remembering, just set an alarm, mm. <laughs> like. Set a reminder. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not even gonna lie. I am guilty of, I forget a lot of things. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I'd be like, oh, shoot, I was supposed to, da 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 da. So I got an alarm for everything. Like, I need them because I genuinely will forget. Like, you know, I feel like sometimes it might not even be intentional 
the nigga might just genuinely forgot. Like, you get what I'm trying to say? Nigga, life, life be lifing. Like, you know, you run around doing this. The next thing you know, somebody done call you to stop you to do this. You turn around, your boss to ask you to do this. Now next thing you know, like, oh, I got to do this. Now It's like, sometimes it's just hard to keep up. Like, it is. So, Let's go one you know, more. And then we can bring it back to us. One more. Irvin, did you have anything? If you don't, it's fine. Irvin said he just, just got his heart broken. The, I guess the last... The last problem or like, you know, Might be that helpful. you had in a relationship you know, or like last relationship. Son, that was that you kept arguing about. Cause we talking about um what is it, Alex? I keep I keep losing this conflict resolution. Conflict resolution. So a problem that you had in when in a prior relationship. It don't have to be the last one, it don't have to be a recent one, but just something that kept coming up. That was the issue. Oh, yeah. So I was saying Blanc and I have had multiple conversations about like our past relationships. And I think, you know, when you fall out of a relationship, a lot of times you spend you spend a lot of time reflecting. Mm-hmm. And so for me, like when you ask the question, you know, what I'm saying one of the things I think about is just learning how to like really like truly be a man. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I feel like it's like I'm African. I'm not American. So learning two different cultures and also trying to like learn how it is to be a man in a relationship mm. when I never seen it or been mm. around it for real, for mm. real. So for me, I look at myself. I don't necessarily look at the relationship or like, you know, the little things. I think at the core of it, men are supposed to lead. So I think at times, like, not understanding how to lead, you know what I'm saying, in a way of like letting things um, become larger than they need to be. You know what I'm saying? Where pride and ego Give me an example. So we can understand and understand how we can um, resi- have conflict resolution. Okay, okay. So example, I say, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of like drawing a line and setting boundaries. That's something I've kind of learned throughout my time of being single now. Like um, if someone isn't talking to you a way that you don't appreciate, like learn how to communicate that and not be like, not taking it to that point. You know what I'm saying? Mm. A lot of times... You know what I'm saying? I'm a Taurus, you know what I'm saying? Not that it really matters. No, but, I do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so sometimes, like, I'm hard-headed. You know, I'm stubborn. You feel me? Like, and if a woman going to take it there with me because of my pride, my ego, and me being hard-headed, stubborn, and African, I'm about to go there with you, too. You know what I'm saying? Instead of sometimes yielding and understanding, mm. like, I don't got to win every battle. Mm. Is that a good example? Yeah, I that think that's great. great. I think, and it's funny because we was going to take it to us, but we could kind of go in it from there. Mm-hmm. I think we suffered a lot. From that? From that. Literally. And I don't, as a man, I guess I can get my perspective. From a man, I don't think, and this is my perspective. We're just looking on it, and hopefully this don't be triggering. So trigger <laughs> morning, we didn't discuss this, but coming up early in my relationship, I think, um, I think conflict was introduced, and... Conflict was introduced and I didn't know how to, I don't, I don't want to say yield, but I thought conflict resolution was, okay, if it don't bother me, that's okay, right? Communicate. But conflict resolution is setting boundaries because no matter how many times 
my woman or a person does something that gets under my skin, the bottom line is still the bottom line. And what I mean by that is I could be a stand-up man 10 times, but if I explode on the 11th time, I'm still who I am in times of adversity. Mm-hmm. Right? So I think what I had to learn was not to a, not to push it to the side, but meet it head on. So if something does come, be direct in it and communicate, even if that's uncomfortable for you. Because I don't want to be in that position where, I'm, where I feel like my back is against the wall, where I feel like I got to fight or flight. Right? So I think that's what I learned in our space because me and Sade has had that time, like, have had that exact thing on a multitude of times. And I guess sometimes it could be yielding, but for I, I just want to say yield because yield means, like, give up or, like, I don't know, submit, I guess. And it's nothing wrong with submitting. I feel like we got to submit to each other. It's just... Yeah. I just wouldn't say you. I would say. But why? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to get your reason why. I just wouldn't say yield because it's not a yield for me. So last episode. What does yield mean? To to me, it means to stop, to 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 slow down, to to submit. I guess. Yeah. When I hear yield, I think of the 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 traffic sign yield, right? Uh, stop when pedestrians come. Proceed with caution. Yeah. So yeah. So for me, like last episode. I personally didn't understand why. What's the definition? You read it. You got it. That's that's the, that, that's the definition. Oh, I think y'all put out I'm a definition. Screaming. So you said this nigga. But yeah. So um, last episode, I personally didn't understand how. I didn't understand why you thought what I was saying was uh a jab or uh. What's the word? Threat. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand that. Mm-hmm. However, what I could understand was it bothered you. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to yield to understand how you feel. And But maybe I'm looking at it wrong. For me, I'm being intentional to under to take my personal feelings out of it to understand how you feel, how it made I you like feel. It's yielding, though. Yeah, so, I mean, essentially. to yield, okay. essentially, the definition. Well, one of them is to produce or provide, right? But the other one is to give way to Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions. Same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Arguments, demands, or pressure. Mm. Yeah. I, so like, I to give like way to arguments, demands, demands or, or pressure. Mm-hmm. But again, I, for why I say I wouldn't do that, I don't. For me, why I say it's not that for me because I'm not giving way to your argument or pressure. For me, it's really just understanding. It's me putting myself. It's empathizing. It's putting myself in your shoes. 
So, but that could be yielding if that's if that's whatever. But I'm the way I look at it is like okay, you presented a problem or something that you felt. Let me take myself out of it, not be personal, and see how that how you could really feel that way. Because arguments continue by us not actively listening, right? You say something, and I'm saying something. Then you saying something, but no, you said something hurts your feelings. Let me not skip over that to tell you how that's not what I meant or you looking at it the wrong way. Let me dissect exactly how you feel. Okay, you thought that was a threat? If I didn't mean if I didn't think it was a threat, just express that. I'm sorry, I didn't think that was a threat. I might have read the room wrong. I could have had that conversation with that. That's a I because even in that, I that was still was a conversation that I meant. I meant every word, but however, I can acknowledge how saying it. In the manner that I would say it to my homie with my woman present, it is a recipe for disaster, right? That can be true, and you still can apologize. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I just, I, I don't look at it as yielding. I just look at it as putting myself in someone else's shoes. That makes sense? Right. Is what I'm trying to say? So back to that, I, I just feel like a lot of conflicts come from that. And a lot of our conflicts came from you got me effed up instead of. I guess we could say yielding, <laughs> right? Like, cause think yeah. about it. If if you say you got me effed up, and I'm like, damn, well, I don't want to have you effed up. I feel like that's how a relationship should be, in my opinion. Yeah. You got me effed up, man. I'm not trying to have you effed up, but in those conf in those conflicts at those moments, it'd be you got me effed up. No, you got me effed up. Mm. So it's just a tit for tat, in a sense. I mean. Basically, yeah, I guess yeah. At the core of it is tip of tat, and it's like, what do you get from that? You get nothing. I feel like so many times too, like people are offended by things that maybe we shouldn't be offended by. But like, but who are we to say that? No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Like on both sides, though. Mm -hmm. Like right, like, and that's what I'm saying. Like even the you got me fucked up part. Sometimes nobody's trying to have you fucked up. Like, maybe this is, like, for example, what I know today is he said he's a tourist, he's African, et cetera, right? So I'm Jamaican and Trinidadian and a Scorpio, right? So a lot of times how I was taught to express myself in my household and how we express ourselves, this is just how we talk. I remember I used to tell my mom, like, why you got told me? She's like, this is just how I talk. I'm not even, I just talk like this, right? So I went a lot of my life, this is how I talk, right? So... I'm trying to get my point across to you. This is an example. It's not a... And this is how I talk, but you're offended. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, we do go through this, mm -hmm. actually. Real, 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 real stuff. You're offended. But this is just how I talk. You mm -hmm. get what I'm trying to say? And now because you're offended, now it's... Da -da 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 right back. And that's like, what the fuck? Why are you talking to me like that? No, I'm offended. Now we just offended. When we know... Neither one of us really needed to be offended. Because at the end of the day... Sometimes we're really just operating in our nature and not really the circumstance, if that makes sense. And at least a lot of times for arguments and unnecessary issues that end up escalating for no reason at all. This is a for great... For no reason at all. It's a great conversation. But I'm going to respectfully disagree. No, it's fine. Because that's, oh, that's what we're used to in our environment. Right. That don't mean the world is used to that. For no, example, of course. in Baltimore... A term of endearment is dummy. Right. But you have to have enough understanding or knowledge to know that 
I can't go to North Carolina and say dummy and they, they embrace it like we do in Baltimore. But people I say, done it. Yeah, but because you're you gotta, just human. But yeah, you yeah, do it because you're human. Purpose, but you gotta, but like, you gotta, you gotta, you learn. You gotta accept what comes from that. Right. So if you go to and and that just comes with time, right? So I just feel like when you're introduced to knowledge, once your mind is shut, you can't go back, right? right. And I say this from experience. So yeah. I could not know, know no better. And I can go to North Carolina. I can be like, yo, what up, dummy? And somebody might want to fight me. Mm-hmm. Right? I can't then look at them like they crazy. I have to understand or do some sort of self-awareness to understand something I did promoted this response. Because for every for every action is a counter-reaction. Right? So I feel like when we... when we uh, I don't want to say use a curse. I'm trying to use words that's respectful, not so, triggering. But when we, when, we, when we say things like, that's how I talk. That right. doesn't mean that I have to receive how you talk. So hold no, up. That's not what I'm saying, though. So when you say things like we are offended for no reason, I just feel like it's not our job to say it's no reason for Because last time, right, think about it, my, the last episode, my initial response, my initial thought was I didn't say anything to threaten you. I don't even know why you would think that. But imagine if I took that approach. No, let me see how you were offended because clearly that's how I talk. Well, right? But... That wasn't the space for me to talk like that. So same in our relationship. If we're having a conversation, I get that's how you talk with your friends or when you was coming up or with your peers. This ain't the space for that, though. So I just want to clarify. I'm not saying when you're in that moment that you you should tell somebody that you have no reason to be offended. That's not what I said. Mm -hmm. What I said was like just for the sake of conversation, like we really don't have no business to be offended with our partners if we learn their nature. You know what I'm trying to say? And the reason why I say that is because, like, for example, like you said, once you know better, you do better, whatever. That's a part of the journey. I know better now, so obviously I'm not doing that. But I'm just talking from a state when I was doing those things, right? Of what 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 I was going through when I was doing those things. For somebody who is going through it so that they can understand, right? So, for example, I was just talking to somebody. We were just talking about traveling. And she went to Turkey. And in Turkey, uh, she said she was telling me how she got offended because it was a guy she did not know. And the, this guy she that was that's from Turkey kept asking the guy, "How much is her braids?" She had some long braids in. How like how long did her braids took? And the guy turned to her. Was like, "How long did your braids took?" She was like, eight hours." And the guy turned back to the guy. Was like, eight hours." And she was like, "He was like, how much did she pay?" Asking the guy. She was getting irritated. Like, why the hell you keep talking to this nigga and not asking me? And he's sitting next to me. In Turkey, if they think you're with a guy, they do not speak to the woman. I don't they speak. That. To the man out of respect, whole time these two don't even know each other. She goes to the guy, why do you keep talking to him? You're not talking to me. Now he's offended. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? Whole time, mm-hmm. neither one of them were wrong. So neither one of them had no business being offended because neither one of them were wrong. However, their environments dictated that circumstance, but they were just operating in their own nature. You know what I'm trying to say? In America, you can ask a girl directly, you don't have to speak to a guy to talk to the girl. Now, out of respect, you know somebody, but nobody, even even, even out of respect, I'm not really going to, so you're probably not going to ask him how much my hair is. You're probably like, hey, shut out. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, right? But in Turkey, that's the normal. So that guy really wasn't doing anything wrong. Whole time, her being offended, she really wasn't doing anything wrong too because she's operating in America is way because she's American. You get what I'm trying to say? But neither one of them knew any better. But they had no business being offended. But however, they were offended because they were operating in their own nature. So I'm just applying the same thing. Like, if I'm just from my own nature and I'm just operating how I typically do, 
I don't mean no harm. This is just how I operate. And my partner is the same. He just, you know, you operating your way. Neither one of us really wrong. We don't really have no business being offended. However, it happens because we're human. Sure. And that's just what I'm saying because, and and, and I feel like if a, a lot more people could just learn each other's, honestly, learn your partners a little better. Like, what is your, how did you grow up? Like, what is your household like? Like, you know, how was your mom with you? Like, or even just the question, what's your conflict resolution style? You get what I'm trying to say? Mm. You know what I mean? I feel like, like now learning because nobody's probably asking these questions, but now as a grown adult, you know what I'm saying? And other grown adults, I think that's a valid question. Like, what was the conflict resolution in your house? Like, you know, a lot of, you know, I didn't grow up with a two parent household. You know, so I know people, some people do, some people don't. Some people may say, well, you know, my mom and my dad, da da da. Some people may say, well, I didn't grow up with my dad but my mom. And it, it just will, you can learn so much by the question in itself. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of us are still just learning conflict resolution style. You know what I'm saying? Which is why, even myself, I have so much more grace for it because I'm somebody who didn't really understand conflict resolution you get what i'm trying to say and because of that as i'm learning it and i'm getting better at it i have more grace for the people who don't know because when i didn't i feel like if i had a little more grace maybe i could have got to a little faster but people were so offended by me you know what i'm saying and i did i really when i really didn't mean any harm and vice versa i was so offended by people when they really may not have meant any harm i even you like i'm offended by you you didn't even mean harm you bringing it back to the conversation we just had i was offended by you Saying, you know, feeling like how you were convicted in what you were saying, being a threat. But whole time you didn't mean any harm. But I was offended. You know what I'm saying? But I'm offended for my own reasons. You know what I'm saying? But I'm offended. You know what I'm trying to say? So I think, like, you know, learning who you're dealing with, partners, conflict, resolution style, or just kind of at least just engage in a conversation, even if it sounds quirky to say, what's your conflict resolution style? Just, like, finding more about their background. You know what I'm trying to say? Or even... After a while, like, I just feel like, you know, we also, a lot, <laughs> this is about to sound crazy, but this is just, I, I really feel like this. I feel like a lot of us, we live in a victimized mindset a lot. Mm. Like, as soon as something happens, like, you know, you acting like this to me. Like, you you doing this to me. To me, sometimes it ain't even about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, if you could just kind of pause for a second and kind of read what's happening, like, I told you about this video, and I, I wish I could put this video up. So, you know, my job, we had to take all of these, like, classes and sessions and stuff like this. And um, one time I watched this um, program, and the lady was just talking about, like, when you're listening to somebody uh, upset, your job really isn't to tell them anything. It's just to listen to why they're upset. And the reason why you want to listen is because you need to find the underlying message of what they're saying. Because a lot of times when people are upset, they don't know how to connect like the, the, the real reason. So they're going to tell you all these reasons, but if you can find the underlying reason, like, so if Jay's like, yo, like, you know, you're like, I came home. I'm like, I came home. Ain't no dinner cook. Da, 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 like, and you were here sitting there, whatever. And he may be upset, but the real, what's really happening is he came home for a long day. He's tired. You know what I'm saying? And you don't know, he might have called me, I answered. Whatever. You can find the reason why what's happening. And instead of responding back, you can literally just talk to what they're upset about. You know what I mean? And I think we all could do a better job at just listening a little harder and just reading, like, people a little better. Like, 
But I feel like we're so full of victim and self. Like we can't really see the person for what they're saying or what they're trying to get to. Like we perceive it as if they're, you know, attacking us. And it's not really always an attack. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's not always an attack. I mean, I said a mouthful, but you know. No, it's interesting because you were talking about like conflict resolution Mm -hmm. styles. And like I just asked the question, like, what are conflict resolution styles? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, do we even know the different conflict resolution styles? So I looked it up. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh, And I saw five. Like, there's Mm -hmm. five types of ways to conflict resolution. The first is competing. Uh, One party seeks to satisfy interests regardless of the impact to the other party. Uh, Collaborating, where both parties win. You have compromise. Both parties win and give something up. Uh, You have avoiding, which is one party seeks, one or both parties seeks to just suppress the conflict. Mm -hmm. And then you have accommodating, where one party yields the win to the other party. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about conflict resolution styles, if we don't even have the understanding of how to resolve it, how can we understand first and foremost our partner's resolution style or even have be open to have a conversation Mm. because we might just be ready to compete you know what i'm saying like we're just trying to get our point across and things of that nature whereas your partner is willing to compromise it's like we're we're willing to compromise or collaborate where we both can win but you're just coming at me at a 10 so how Mm. do we get to this place Uh, i also feel like or learning your own which one which one on the spectrum you fall under because I feel like at that point, like, if I don't even know that I'm, like, and then we talk about that self-awareness and that, if I don't know that I'm an avoidant conflict resolution, you know, if I'm I'm the type to do avoidant style, right? Say that's my type. If I don't even know that I'm doing, I'm that type, mm. I'm automatically, I can't really understand my partner's conflict resolution style. You get what I'm trying to say? So if Jay's the, uh, the collaborator and I'm avoidant, you get know what I'm trying to say? It it there's there's really no work that can be done there until we even understand what is your conflict resolution style. So maybe I feel like maybe that's the start. Finding out what your conflict resolution style is. I don't know. What do you, you think know? yours is? I think can you say them five what's the five one more time? It's so there's it's competing, competing, collaborating, compromise, avoiding, and accommodating. Okay. So I'll be honest, I feel like a lot of my life I was competing. You know what I'm trying to say? I'm I'm be straight up like Yeah, but what you know, you telling me, yeah, well I, you know what I'm saying? Um definitely. Um I've never been avoidant. However, I um I never been avoidant. Now I do feel like I'm more of a collaborator. Um what was the last one? Accommodating. So it's accommodating and avoiding were the last two. So I would like to work on being more accommodating. I think that one's probably here and there. But like, I, you know. But what is your style? Like, what is I, I don't think I have a, because I'm like growing daily. I don't have a, think I have a select style. I think I come from a big past of competing. However, I feel like I collaborate a lot more now. I'm working towards being a more accommodating. You know what I'm saying? I don't think the only one I think I don't really touch on on the spectrum is I don't think I've ever been avoidant. Like, you know what I'm saying? When something bothers me or there's an issue, I definitely, let's talk about it because I'm not, I don't really do well in 
sweeping things under the rug. I hate that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Now, it doesn't mean that I address it the correct way. However, all the time, however, I do want it to the surface. You know mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say? So I'm not avoidant. I've never been avoidant because I we, we got to handle this thing now. Nah. So let me ask you yeah. this question. Um, how did you get to a place from, how did you evolve from competing to collaborating? Like, how did you get from that resolution style to going to I the I know other? the honest truth. I don't like people competing with me. Huh. Like, it was because I, uh, like, so, all right, so, you know, competing, you know, obviously meaning like, like say somebody else has a problem and now it's, but my problem is this, your pro- you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm trying to say? I don't like it being done to me. Like, you know what I mean? When I have a, a problem, I want my problems to be heard. And so I understood that. So when somebody else has a problem, I have to let their problems be heard. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm. I have to accommodate them. I have to collaborate with them so that way we both can win. You know what I'm saying? Because I want to win. Like, not win. I don't even like to use the term win, but I want to be heard. You know what I'm saying? I want to be, you know, I want my my problems to feel important. You know what I mean? So I have to allow other people's problems to feel just important. I can't, like, it can't come to me a problem. I'm like, well, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to I wanna be important in my, I want my stuff to be also taken in consideration, you know? I don't want to just be the, so that that's really what led me to, like, like like I said, like I've talked about it a couple times in these episodes, but you have to look at yourself, like you know what I'm saying. To, and sometimes you just to get what you want, you got to reflect what you want. So, you know, and to be reciprocal, you have to reflect what you want. So I just try to give what I want. You know what I'm saying? More now. You know what I'm saying? So that's all. Yeah, I think um, understanding your style is definitely can be something that's important. But before you could understand it goes back to not to be redundant to it goes back to being um self-aware and being able to acknowledge the style that you actually are right because when i hear it i was kind of um i was i was not not surprised but i was kind of happy you was able to acknowledge that I was competing for so much, for so for so long, right? Because when I hear it, the first thing I'm hearing, like, nobody wants to be the person that's competing. They don't want to say that about themselves, right? And I think um, the first part is being self-aware. What am I doing? What was I doing, right? How is that hurting me? Mm-hmm. And I think um, when it comes to re- resolving conflict, it has to be a constant effort of, wanting to get to the end goal no matter what mm-hmm. and the end goal is to be heard to be let's just say in in all selfishness of human is to be is to be felt heard and at and to be your feelings to be acknowledged mm-hmm. right and in order and to your point in order for your feelings to be acknowledged you have to give and take you got to be some type of accommodating you got you got to be some type of Yielding, like you would say, I guess, right? Because if I want, I got to give what I want to get it. So cool. All right. I know, like like, like uh, the, uh, the video said, mm-hmm. if you're upset, you really just want to be heard. And I have to, in that moment, I have to put my feelings to the side to understand that that's why I said I put myself I, I wouldn't for at first I said I wouldn't call it yelling I would call it put myself in somebody else's shoes because if you're upset I have to understand that if I was upset 
all I want it for you to do is understand what's wrong. So in return, I got to give you what I want. Right? So it's like, okay, she's just upset. But it's a back and forth because that doesn't make that doesn't make it okay for you to talk to me however you want to talk to me. Right? But it's a time and place. So let's paint a picture. I'm great at painting pictures in Picasso. So let's... Um, <laughs> That was a bad reference? That was hilarious, though. Oh, was well, so <laughs> let's say, like, let's say, for example, your homies, right? I came up in the the city, the streets, right? Not the streets, but the hood. And it was a thing where if we out and my homie was wrong, I didn't tell him then. We would fight. We would, we, we would do whatever we got to do. So if we out, my homie start something, and niggas want to fight, we going to rumble, right? But when we leave, I'm going to tell you that, yo, that's wrong. How to tie that in is okay. You come home, you upset. I know you want us to be heard, but now is not the time to tell you your approach is bad, right? Cool, conflict resolution. I see why you're mad. I acknowledge that. I apologize. Let's get through it. During another time, may I understand that certain things might frustrate you, but you can't continue to talk to me like this mm-hmm. in the way for to to get your point through because. Eventually, I'm not going to hear that. All I see is your how yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. speaking, right? I think that is the give and take, the tug of war mm-hmm. of resolving conflict. But a lot of times, we aren't able to channel our emotions in that moment when we think somebody got us fucked up. It's like, mm-hmm. nah. It's we always say it's um it's your delivery. I'm 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 one of those people, right? Like yeah, like if you got a problem, if you don't come at me correct, then. You set yourself two steps back because I can't even hear you now. And granted, that could be that that is that's a true statement. Mm-hmm. But that might not be what you want to hear right now when in the moment of you being frustrated, right? I think mm-hmm. just understanding that dance of mm-hmm. get getting what you want, but giving a little too. I think that's really how we come to some type of resolution of conflict. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, I agree. Because in the video, it was like like it's like what you said it was like delivery, it was just like the tone. Like, you know, I think a lot of times, like, for me, I know for sure, like, my tone ain't always correct. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you know, I'm I'm very expressive, and I know that. So I'm expressive when I'm happy. I'm expressive when I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I'm expressive when I'm frustrated. My tone matches my mood every step of the way. My face, my body language, it always matches my mood. So... Sometimes, like, if depending on the to- my mood, my tone, when I'm telling like Jay something, and my tone is off, it may come off wrong. But whole time, like for example, like I'm not even mad at you, but I might just be tired, had a long day. But my tone is gonna reflect that I'm tired and had mm-hmm. a long day. So when I have to tell you something, it's gonna come out of that tone and not like a bay, like da 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 and. If you're a person who, you know what I'm saying, pays attention to the tone, that could offend you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We we battle that a lot. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because you've had to tell me, like, that you're delivering. And I'm like, bro, I'm just tired. Like, I'm just hungry. Like, I'm, I've am i just had a long day. It's not even about you. But, you know, it doesn't put a crutch on it because you definitely want to still keep your tone on the wraps. But it doesn't mean that people aren't human and tone reflects your mood. Like, you know, you, you are... A being, you're not a robot, so it doesn't reflect that as well. So, no, that's a fair you know standpoint. The, you know the, the biggest thing I think we overlook when it comes to resolving conflict after we're already there? Mm-hmm. 
his time apart. Mm. I think that's one of the biggest overlooked things mm-hmm. because like we practice that and we continue to practice that and it worked. Mm-hmm. Just bro, just give me a second. Take a second. And, and honestly, yeah. sometimes it'd be frustrating for me. It'd be like, but you're right, whatever. But sometimes, like a yeah. lot of times that helped because we we able to go out separate ways, relieve all this tension, right? And frustration. And then we could come back and have a conversation. Yeah. It's or, like, and I've been, I like, I've like, I've, I've grown to a place where now, like, I don't, I try not to let my tone affect me. I just be like, I just need a second. Mm-hmm. Like, I just need a second. I don't even want to go there. I don't want to bring my tone into it. I don't want it to cause no confusion. So just, I just need a second. Like, but even, and, and just saying that, like, I just need a second. Even in, like, I know sometimes texting, you can get lost in translation because mm-hmm. of texting. Mm-hmm. But even the power of texting, though, because I can text something or I can be text something and I can read it and sit it down for a second. Mm. Right? And when I sit it down for a second, it gives me a second to clear my mind or whatever. Mm-hmm. I come back to it, read it, and I can respond to different. That's it, true. It, it, takes, it takes away that that inst- that that feeling of having to instantly respond because are you gonna be mad if I tell you something what <laughs> it's kind of what you're saying though but it's not like you know I, I know I could be a petty bitch but I'm not this is not petty like I really whenever we like get in a moment and we take space I put your I put your notifications on do not disturb because I do because like I well, don't that's a part to, of conflict yeah, resolution yeah, almost no, it because is. you for know me, that for me because I know me like and I know that Sometimes you'll text me, you know what I mean, how you feel. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, I can't even, I don't even want to look at it. Like, because if it comes to my phone, I'm going to be compelled to to probably enter. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I'm like, so I put on, I'll just put on Do Not Disturb for a second until I feel like I'm at a place where I can respond in the best version of myself. But I think that's that's conflict yeah. resolution as well, though. These I've all, never said that though, but, but I, these that, are all things. These yeah. are all ways people can yeah. resolve conflict when they get into that space. Yeah, I think. I mean, but that's, yeah, but and it's not. I was like, if this nigga like, I'll be saying, I'm like, I just like if I open my phone, you know, it's don't disturb. I'll be saying, but it's don't disturb. I was like, don't worry, <laughs> like, mm. not do not disturb. I mute it, mm. like you know what I'm saying. So when your message comes to my my your notification comes to my phone, I'm not compelled because you you know you're my man. So so if I see your name come up, I'm gonna be compelled to open it. Right. You know what I'm trying to say? So I put it on mute so I don't want it to come to my phone. So who don't you put on mute then? Because I'm you the only nigga about? that's on mute. Other niggas that text me. Oh my shit. god. Oh my god. You're not even mute like all the time. It's only like if we go if we're having like a moment, I put you on mute. Like I don't even want to see this nigga. I never put you on mute. To, oh my god. You just told me you put me down. I put the phone down. It's me. Exactly. Exactly. Whatever, man. We just had a. Yeah, we just told you how to how, told you guys how to resolve conflict <laughs> mm-hmm. in your relationships. No, it's nothing wrong with just taking a second. Hold on, you never answered the question you asked her. What, what was your style? Oh, facts. No, what I is think, your style of conflict? Res- I've had like hearing yo hearing hearing Alex. I had multiple uh, styles. It's been times where I avoided things because I didn't want to be. In the space of conflict at all, right? Yeah. But like I said, when when you started, it's it's like I learned how me avoiding things made it worse in the long run because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm trying my hard just not to be this guy, mm-hmm. right? So, but in me trying my hardest not to be this guy, I'm only avoiding and it's only building up. Mm-hmm. So now when it comes out, I'm still that guy, and I got tired of 
still being that guy because right. in my mind, I'm like, bro, even with relationships, with friendships, with anything, just in, in school, just fighting, whatever, conflict in general, I got so tired of still being that guy. It got frustrating because it's like, I can't, it felt like I couldn't win for losing. So what would happen is like, you know, somebody, I feel like somebody played with me and ended up playing with me. Cool. I, I just ignore it. Let it rock. Right. I thought I was letting it rock, but it would just build up. Feel like I'm getting played with again. Let it rock. It's just building up. But by the time that fifth, sixth, seventh, even tenth time, when it comes off, at the end of the day, I'm still somebody I don't want to be. So you still can critique. You can still critique my response in a way I wish mm-hmm. it was never critiqued. Mm-hmm. I have no. I have no leg to stand on. Mm-hmm. Right. So I had to learn how. Matter of fact, let's just be talking relationships. It would be times where Shade would do things, and I wouldn't even speak on it. But me not speaking on it, she don't even know she's she's doing things, right? So the moment I felt like it was it uh it reached that level of boiling point, I would explode and then now I'm the guy that you used to say I, I want somebody that's gonna um pull me out the ring, not get in the ring with me, right? Mm-hmm. For me, it was like I, it took so much for me to get in the ring. But guess what? At the end of the day, I still got in the ring. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn how to communicate through that so I didn't even be in a, get in the ring. Because now, now when I hear you say, I just want somebody that's not going to put me in the ring, I'm like, are you serious? You know how much it takes for me to get in the ring? Like, you keep doing this for me. You keep, you, like, you keep damn near begging me to get in the ring. But I didn't even know. Right, but cool. Okay, cool. You don't, you don't see that? Mm-hmm. I had to take a thought, take another approach. Now, I'm going I'm to compromise, give a little, take a little. I'm a yield some, right? Because he said even even in yielding. So okay, if you say something that I don't or I don't understand, instead of me snapping at it, just take a little extra second and try to understand, right? Like I said, like you might say, yo, I thought that was a uh, last episode. I think you said you thought that was a threat. Again, sound like that. Yeah. yeah, it sound like a threat. My initial thought was that makes no sense because that nothing what I was saying was threatening you. But I have to understand that you're not just saying that to say that. You feel that way. How could she feel that way? Okay, this is why. And because I didn't mean that, it takes nothing to be like, you know what? I can see that. I can compromise with that. Mm-hmm. And I apologize for that. Mm-hmm. Right? My feelings still feel the same way. But if I handled it a different way, you might not have felt threatened. Right. And that's okay. Right. I had to learn that. Yeah, and I also think like sometimes when when you're like not you, but mm-hmm. like when people are avoiding of things, because I feel like this is what will happen with us. I'm not an avoider. You know what I'm trying to say? But you'd be avoiding. So you like I was doing things, you weren't really addressing them until you felt like it was time to address them. But what's happening is, oh, if I feel something, <laughs> I'm addressing them. Mm-hmm. So I don't give a fuck if it's one, two, three, five. I'm saying it, it. All five of them in a row. Yeah, I don't like when you do this. You I don't like when they did. So now you feel like now you feel like I'm coming at your neck like five times. Like damn, like bitch, I ain't tell you what you've been doing all week long. That's been getting on my nerves. But everything I do is getting on your nerves. You know what I'm trying to say. So now it looks like you are holding space for me while I'm attacking you mm. the whole time. We both feel ways about each other. You know what I'm saying? Or have things that we feel. It's not even feel ways about each other. Have things we feel. But I'm addressing it overload. But 
you're not dressing at all. And I think there's a balance. Mm. Like, it's like pick your battles. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's things that just should be addressed. Some things that I don't need to say all the time. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's definitely a balance so that there is no big boil up, but there's nothing like that's being swept under the rug either. So I won't I won't leave y'all with the cliche of communication is key. I'll take it one even further, right? Mm-hmm. Thanks to Alex, he brought up the different um, Communi- conflict, resolution conflict resolution styles. Style. Sit down and have a conversation with your partner when things are good or whatever about conflict resolution styles, right? Give them the the the, the, the space to answer, to tell you how they are, not what you think they are. Because what happens is you could they'll tell you and you'll be like, you really somebody that's combative or you really right. somebody that's defensive. Right. It's like, bro, let them give you your style. Right. And if you don't agree, you could communicate like some. I didn't know that. Sometimes it feels like you can mm-hmm. be this way, and maybe y'all can communicate through that. You know what I learned through therapy that I really, really like. I feel like saying it feels like helps the conversation so much mm-hmm. because sometimes our feelings are not reality. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean. And sometimes when you go from you do this to I feel like. This, mm-hmm. it can open the conversation for, oh, wait, no, I didn't mean it like that. Or you can get some clarity on what it really is or allow the person to express what they meant by it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I feel like I used to do like, nah, because you had like just I just knew how, how you thought about things and how you were doing it and what you were coming off at. But realistically, you don't know what the hell is in anybody's mind. I don't know what you mean, what you thinking when you're doing something. You know what I mean? But a lot of us, I don't know. I can't speak for men. But women is delusional as hell. We always go, I'm trying to tell you. I know, girl, he did this because, because yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, we, we, cool. we, y'all a little retarded. We going to find a solution for you. Yeah, a little special ed. All right, you taking it too far. My now. bad, my bad, bad. I'm you sorry. taking it too fucking far. And the thing is about you taking it too fucking far is because sometimes we deaf be right. I'm just saying. Oh, that woman's intuition. We there very well is woman intuition. That Don't be disrespectful. My bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Don't be disrespectful. Ain't no such thing. We we can be delusional, but be delulu till it's trululu. Okay. So wait, <laughs> woman's intuition. And delusion it's real, is, is not the same thing. But y'all do be delusional. Delusion oh, okay. and intuition is not the same thing at all. It's one and the same. It's your not. intuition is fake. It's false. So you're delusional. It's not fake or false. You're retarded. You're sitting on a horse at a peanut gallery. Like you're, you're cuckoo you, for cocoa bar. Really I thought you grew some. <laughs> and I really realized like you're probably not who I thought you were like an hour ago. Alright. You just call women retarded. You just call women retarded. A little special. Our intuition is not true. Truly false. Is our intuitions are false. For sure. Interesting. My bad. But finish with No, that's so very telling about the guy you are. No, no, no. I don't want your hand. I don't want your head. Finish it for saying what you said though. So all I'm saying is I don't even know. You just threw me off. We say intuition is off. You so, I, you know, I really do feel like I was over here. <laughs> the way you just rolled your eyes, bro. What? I was over here. I was like, I think that shot and this wine really did a thing. You know, you but okay? I'm not like, but I'm okay. But I definitely was like sneaking up on me. Like I'm not drunk, but it was sneaking up. Cool, on let's me finish for sure. this and go have sex. 
Baby. Not until you tell me my intuition is definitely facts and intact. It's definitely not intact or facts, but <laughs> I love you. <laughs> False and all. That's crazy. I love you. But no, nah, for I think um just not nah, for sure. Just sit down and talk to your partner about what's facts. like h- how you guys um conflict, resolve, resolve conflict. How, how we resolve conflicts. Ooh, that was what we drinking. What was that we was drinking? Yak. <laughs> That's that what yak. that is. I only had no name to yikes. it. Yikes. It should be called Yikes instead of Yak. No cap, man. Yo, this is good, man. Thank y'all for y'all input. Gemini Scorpio Podcast, episode 85. Six. 86. God Are damn. you drunk? No, it just got... There's a lot of numbers. Yeah, this Shit. is a lot of numbers. Gemini Scorpio Podcast, episode 86. The whole gang here. Alexander LeBlanc. She shot it. Kyron. Dylan. Irvin. Thank you. We appreciate you. It's a wrap, guys. We out. It's we out.